and it's that time of the week again. Sports Panorama, we are live. And before the show starts, Ali, some heated debate in the studio. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about this debating a bit. But on the plate today... There's a lot going on. The Black Starlets of Ghana... Have been knocked out of the under-17 Wafu Zone B... Tournament. Remember, Ghana hosted this tournament, played at the Cape Coast Stadium, lost first to Nigeria, went on to beat Togo by three goals to nil, and then lost to Burkina Faso. Meaning that Ghana had to settle for playing a third place playoff game. But the bulk of the discussion has centered around the MRI issues, especially with Coach Parkway C. Fabian in sharp focus. It's happened at least on three different occasions where he's had a multitude of players flagged for violating the age rules of the competition and so in this particular tournament as well ghana had over 10 players dropped for um mri breaches or for age um breaches and so um that's that's that was his excuse that part of our poor performance was based on that we'll be getting some perspective on that charlie let me know which which club is a little more stressed united fans how how worried are you on a scale of one to ten about your team's lack of transfer activity Chelsea fans, they say you are the closest to signing Neymar. <laughs> How happy are you about that? Teams are making moves. Arsenal have been making a lot of moves in the transfer window. We'll try and see if we can make sense of what they've been doing. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Thanks for joining us. So proudly brought to us by Bell Beverages. And Bell Beverages just made 2022 a lot more exciting with the Bell Chill and Win promotion. Simply buy bottles of your favorite Bell Tamarinda, Bell Cola Puka, Big Boss Squeeze, Breeze, Bell Malt and more. Remove at least 20 labels, put them in an envelope with your name and contact. Drop them at any uh, Bell uh, Beverage Depot or accredited distributor across the country and stand a chance of winning. Fantastic prizes in the Bell Chill and win monthly draws on TV, radio and social media. Prizes include furniture, appliances, hampers of Bell products, shopping vouchers, and the grand prize of a Kia Picanto in the final raffle draw. Remember, the more envelopes you drop, the more your chances of winning. The Bell Chill and Win promotion. Everyone is a winner. Call 0544-335-800 or 0544-335-900 for more information. Now you can follow Bell Beverages on all social media platforms. Terms and conditions apply. Promo is also being run on the Caritas Lottery platform. Bell Beverages refreshing the nation. Access Bank are also proud sponsors of Sports Panorama. It's where you should do your banking, honestly. Need I say more? You can join the conversation. Text WhatsApp and Telegram 0549 
986-996-0549-986-996. You can also follow me at Kojon Ketia. Tweet your thoughts at me, feedback, opinions, whatnot. We are live. Um, Fento Tayo is here. Susu Graham is here. Nathan Kwa is here. Daniel Kranting is here as well. Let me start with you, Mr. Tahiru. Uh, thank you for holding things down last week. I, 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 I witnessed a lot of misbehavior in the studio from afar. Um, not, uh, uncharacteristic of the show, but it's all good. Let's, let, let's get into this under 17 talk. Um, there's, there's, there are those who say that these MRI issues have become synonymous with the current head coach of the team, coupled with the tactical issues that were evident during Ghana's games. Two defeats, one win, knocked out, meaning that for the second year running, Ghana misses out on the under-17 AFCON. Ghana misses out on the under-17 World Cup as well. Where do you stand on these um, issues that apparently um, have made our campaign underwhelming? And, and what should the FA be doing going forward? Because this is uh, quite disappointing. Yeah, um and for me, I think it's a bit l- lazy for any of us to try to blame the the exit on a late MRI test because I think uh, it's not written anywhere that the MRI test should have been conducted three weeks before the competition. All right. First of all, it's important for us as a country to be very well prepared for these competitions. This team, this under-17 team, the GFA claim had been the result of intensive or extensive scouting system from the juvenile league that we started last season. We said we picked the best players from there. We put them in pram pram for months. Months. All in preparation for this competition. So we have always known. And Park Wesifabin has been the man in charge of this, this team. So you cannot tell me the story that three weeks to the competition, the GFA president suddenly ordered an MRI test and 20 of your uh, your squad members, so is it 25 players, all tested, you know, were tested out. All right? All were caught up by an MRI test. I had to go home. First of all, proper preparation should tell you that for anyone to be part of the under-17 training camp, they have to have passed the MRI test. And for me, the biggest mistake we made was allowing the players who came to camp to come with their own MRI results. Because when you do that, you leave the opportunity for people to cheat the system. And for me, that's where we let ourselves down. And this is a managerial lapse that is unforgivable. Because you can't call players to come and ask all of them or any of them to come with their own MRI results. When you say managerial lapse, are you saying the management committee chairperson of the under-17, the FA boss? They are the people I'm talking Mm. about, the Mm. administrators, the people in charge of the national team, not uh, not the coaches. So you can't tell under-17 players to come to camp and ask them to come with their own MRI results. Because when you do that... Listen, people are desperate to make it in this country. So there will be opportunity for people to cheat the system. And trust me, people cheat the system all the time. That is lapse number one. So that is unacceptable. It is lazy. Number two, it is not possible for you to tell me 
that despite all of the supposed extensive scouting system that we have conducted in this country, that we do not have a pool of players for the national and the 17 team that are so good that even if 20 of them are sent home with three weeks to competition, we can call on several others or 20 more. But like you're saying, this team scouted for over a year. That is equally good. So what exactly have we been doing? So we've let ourselves down in so many ways. And number one, I think, is scouting. I do not think, and I don't want to believe, that the under-17 players we presented to this competition are the best under-17 players in this country. Because you cannot tell me this story, that the under-17 team of Ghana, is 70% of them are made up of players from some five clubs in Accra. Shocking! Because this is, this is, and this is one of the problems. Because we have a very narrow scope. How many players from the Upper East region? How many from the Upper West? How many from Tamale? How many from the Bronahafu region? How many of them from Kumase? You look at the under-17 team now. And is the, the, the least diverse under-17 team I've ever seen. Shocking! In terms of the population of the players and where they come from. And I'm not saying that it is impossible to find all the best players in, uh, in, in Accra or in clubs in Accra. But it is also impossible for you to tell me that all the best players, all the under-17, all the best under-17 players in this country. Especially, again, like I'm saying, after claiming that you have scouted extensively that is the point. across the country. That is the point. After and when you more talk than about, half a year. And, and when you talk about even the under-17 players coming from a limited number of clubs. You know, you see, the, 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 the clubs from which we take our youth teams got so scrutinized that when they released the list of players who were going to the under-17 Wafoot Zombie competition, the GFA did not include the clubs of the players. Yep. Do you know why? Because they think that we are, we are very stupid people, so we can't tell. Okay, okay, if we don't add their clubs, it's not that you come and tell us that this one is from here, this one is from there, this one is from there. How is it possible that you release a full squad, you don't tell us where the players are from? This is even what is more crucial at this level, because at that level, nobody knows the players. Yeah. It's a so source it, of pride to even know the coach team or the, exactly. the academy you are coming from. It is important to inform the general public. This is not just, you see, when you do these things, it's not just journalists that you think that you're swerving. You see, and this is why we have had, we've always often had a very wrong approach to the way we deal with, with, with press men in this country. Mm-hmm. We always think that when a journalist is asking a question, it is for parochial reasons. Mm-hmm. The journalists are only a mouthpiece to what the general public want to convey. We are only conveying the general sentiment of the general public who don't have access to a radio station or don't have access to, 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 to power. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It's important. So when you ask the question and you, 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 you scrutinize a list, it is because that's what the general public is doing. And they want answers. So when you don't attach the names of the clubs that these players are coming from because you think that journalists will use that as a case against you, that is self-indictment in my opinion. So we have failed enormously. And apart from just the fact that the players having come from a, a variety of different clubs from across the country, there is also the kind of players that we have picked. So when you scout, the modern game has involved. I think everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. When you look at the players that we have, what is the structure? 
and the system that we want to play at youth level. We have been told many times that Bernard Lepe's rules do not include uh, you know, functions at the Black Stars. Okay, they say his role is development. And let's be honest, since this man has come to this country, what structure of football, what system of football have you noticed? In I, think, I think Daniel will answer that first because he interviewed in, Lepet. <laughs> he's in he's still writing the manual. In 2021, we saw the under-20 team go and win the Africa Youth Championships. Okay? We sat here every single week and complained about the style of football. That famous voice is there. You know, the, the, tracking the, tra- and getting free. Yes. Tracking and getting free. That is the system Lepet is teaching them. Is that re- replicable? The pet is not the one because you see, this is uh, no, but you see, he is in charge, he's actually oh, a body trainer. So, in that, in that sense, Lepet is supervising that is what tracking and getting that, free. The tell us, that yeah. is yeah, he his hasn't job. finished his work. The work is there's that a lot is, of work to be yes, done. but what have you seen? Because when is uh, uh, but he himself said there's a lot of work to be done, yes, but, so. but how I'm long have you been here two and a half years? Yes, just about, yeah, but I'm saying that he has been he has supervised a few youth teams to competitions. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any structure at the youth level. Yeah. I've, I've always been very consistent when I say that at youth level, I really don't care too much about the result. Are the results important? Yes. But is that the most important thing? I don't think so. I think what is most important at youth level is structure. Yeah. When I watched that under-20 team go and win that competition, we complained every single week here on the style of football. Namely, famously called it Bim Bam. Boom. Okay. Exactly. We won the competition and it papered over the cracks. What happened a year later? We went back to Niger with the same coach, same under 20, and we were embarrassed. Different players. We were embarrassed. We were whipped by Nigeria by four goals to one in our opening game. That's how embarrassing it gets. So you're getting exposed. You can get results today, but it is not sustainable. This under-17 team, I've looked at the players. A lot of them. You can't tell me that they are the best under-17 players we have in this country. So scouting, we have let ourselves down. Now let's go to the other big issue, coaching. We have consistently spoken about coaching in this country. And when you look at the modern game, and we keep talking about it every year. FIFA releases technical reports about how the football should be played in, in the future or how it's being played today. And guess what? We actually have people in this country or from this country who are playing active roles in training other associations about how the modern game should be played. Yep. A lot but of the training people, gets done here. Yes, uh, but those people are not actively involved in training our youth teams. So something is fundamentally wrong. How do you tell me? That Parkwesi Fabian, who has supervised several under-17 teams in this country, admitted in an interview last year, and we talked about this matter here, that because he wasn't being paid as a national team coach, he was being forced to take money from managers of under-17 players in order to put them in the team. What did he mean by he was being forced to take money? Because he had to survive. That is the point. When he said force, his hand is being forced. Understood. He has to eat. He has to eat. He has no contract. He's not being paid. Now, he said this publicly. The situation hasn't changed, Ben. He still doesn't have a contract. So he still has a, but he still has a family to feed. Let's ask ourselves, how do you think Park Fabian is feeding his family as we speak as national team under 17, as national under 17 team coach? The 
big question. The big question is, is he still relying on monies from player agents? Because he had admitted in the past that that's how he fed his family because he wasn't being paid. Now, his situation hasn't changed. He hasn't been given a contract. He's not paid on a regular basis. But he's still in charge of the national team. So should we conclude? Is it possible for us to conclude? Or is it fair for us to conclude that, indeed, because his prevailing conditions still exist today, then his conduct also remains the same? Is that a fair conclusion? And inflation is 28%. I, 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 I feel that for the FA to have let him continue in his stead as manager so, after that statement in itself is problematic. So there is that. And then there is the issue of what his coaching matters are at the moment and whether they have evolved from the time that we have known him. Parkwesi Fabian was in charge of the under-17 team in 2013. Yeah. That under-17 team we remember the players in that under-17 team. We went to the under-17 championship in Morocco. Their first game was against Nigeria. We got six some six nil. Results don't matter. <laughs> you see? So we have this habit of getting thumbed by Nigeria, but that's beside the point. That team, however, for me, it is the last under-17 team that has produced a lot of football stars. Even though they didn't well, they didn't do well in the championship. Yeah. Because that under seventeen team had Lawrence Atiziki. Mm-hmm. That under seventeen team had even Emmanuel Boateng. Emmanuel Boateng was in there. I think Samuel Tete was in there, right? That under seventeen team had, in fact, all the 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 a lot of big players in yep. the Ghana Premier League. Yeah. But today, here we are. Wait, so that's a good thing, but, right? No, yeah, you know that was a good thing. Now, you look at you look at what has happened a few years later. In an, just two years later, in 2015, 2017, he was in charge of the under-17 team. We qualified all right, went all the way to, 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 to India. And that under-17 team only produced one good player. Kudus. Kudus Mohammed. We were knocked out in the... In the and and Kudus Mohammed, if you, if you, if you see... A bunch of rocks and one diamond. Like you see, Kudus. Like Kudus is not the kind of guy you will miss. So it's not like. But to be fair, even in that under seventeen, he wasn't even. He wasn't even the brightest yeah, squad. That was Eric. Mohammed was in. Aminu was. Manchester City's Aminu Mohammed was in there. He has just been released. You understand? But the game has moved on. I honestly don't think that Parkwesi Fabian at this stage should be the one managing our national team, especially at youth level. Because we need people that understand the way football is moving. What the modern uh, game looks like. Are you saying Fabian doesn't understand I don't think the, so. the trend of the younger, modern game? No, I, I think we need younger coaches. Oh. I really do think that we need younger coaches. Ones that really understand the trend of the modern game. That is why look at what Belgium is doing. Their active players are already UEFA Lances A coaches. Look at what Lai Kinsing is doing with the Northland and the 18 mm-hmm. teams. By younger coaches, you mean the likes of Bantama Mourinho. <laughs> I don't mean him. Oh, Charlie, I'm but just you asking see, you. By Bantama Mourinho, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Ignatius. But we have younger coaches. Kobe <laughs> Meza is doing wonders at Karela. He's brilliant. He's he is br- he's fantastic. Br- he's brilliant. Faisal is there. Yeah. Faisal Chipsa is roaming around West African countries teaching other associations how to Coach youth teams more, with modern techniques. With modern techniques. Modern techniques. He's, he's Ghanaian, one hundred percent. Very, very 
with that, you know, <laughs> understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Lion Kissing is available. He's doing wonderful things with the Right to Dream team. Yeah. He's under 18 teams have now actually been moved permanently to Denmark. So he trains them there on a constant basis. Lai and I had a conversation the last time, and he was talking about what it takes to set up a training regime using his tablet or a laptop. Lai, lie, lie, lie. Let's go and give that tablet to. See, excuse me, Pacho. Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't do this. Don't do this. But do you really? You see. And this is and this is and and that's the thing, because the GFA just recently announced a, a football analysis program. They said it's two thousand five hundred Ghana yeah, cities yeah, yeah. to register and learn how to do analysis. And they said everybody should come with their laptop. laptop still operates on Windows XP. It will not take the software. That's not true. Don't do this. I'm sure he's right is a technology guy. I'm sure, I'm sure he uses an okay. iPhone 13 Pro Max. Okay. I'm sure he uses okay. the new brand of okay. laptops in I town. Think but, fair but, enough. But your man is getting some cash gifts, so why won't you have the necessary Exactly. Uh-huh. You have okay. the necessary tools. Okay, okay. <laughs> but back on track. So I think we need to modernize the coaching. For me, that is that is non-negotiable. Mm. It is the same thing with, with, with the under 20. Okay, my uncle Karim Zito, he's been there, done that, and I think, see, no disrespect, Parkwesi Fabian has paid his dues you as mean, a Ghana youth team. You coach. mean Zito has also paid his dues? There's no doubt about that. Huh. Zito, same, no doubt about that. But the game has evolved. I am not saying that the two of them are not capable of evolving. But the question is, have they? But, but Zito reached the game well. Like for instance, in the in the tracking, tracking next, hold on, let, let, let me give you an example. When he was analyzing the game, he says they are number fourteen. Uh-huh. Number five, number it's they are very, tough. very with the ball. They are very, very with the Explain ball. Explain what very, that means. You understand what I mean? No, explain no, what that means. It's, it's mean? a code. If he, if, he, if, he, if he cracks the code or reveals the code to you, his opponents will be able to decipher his tactics. It's very, very with the ball. It is something he and his players understand. Uh-huh. But you no, see, they are very, very <laughs> the, the players understood and they won the game. They are full of techniques. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Look at look at the embarrassment the embarrassment we went to uh, to, to cop for ourselves in the Tulun tournament. Hmm. Losing to Indonesia out of twenty out of twenty countries. Oh my goodness, Ghana, we were nineteenth. No, out of twelve, we were eleven. Out of twelve, we were eleven. But results do matter. <laughs> I like that. Out of, out of, out of eleven. You, you, you mean when they say the results don't matter? No, no, is he? No, is he? No, I, I, I wasn't done. When I say out of eleven, out of twelve, we were eleventh. If you look at the football that we played, our football just matched our results. <laughs> we were eleventh in terms of style. Or structure, or system, or anything for you that matter. Manya, you don't ah, see what is going on in the place. Everybody's playing their own thing. Stinking football. That is my point. Tossing football. And hmm. you see, we need to get better. So come. scouting, we need to improve the scouting. Let's stop this idea of trying to use the youth to use the youth teams to sell our players. It is too early for that. Hmm. I understand that it is important yeah. for the GFA officials or whoever is in charge to want to have some of their players there. That is okay. It's not okay. No, no, no. When I say okay, it doesn't mean that it is acceptable. I said it is okay. If you want to have one or two players there, if you are. Provided they desire. 
deserve to be there. Yes. But you see, you have to have a core. As for me, this is what I will say. If it is a squad of 23 players, and you want to have three players from your club in there, I am okay with that. But the 20 players that are in that team have to be the absolute best. Yes, then if that's the case, everybody on the management committee three, three, say, I'm three, bringing three, three, three. I'm bringing three. three. No, it's I'm not anybody. Three. When I say when you want, I want to refer to an individual. When the FA want to reserve three places for all of their cohorts, that's okay. So who will go? But 20 hmm. of those players must be the topmost. And, so, so, and I'm not saying that it is acceptable. But if that is what they want to do, fair. Like, okay, they can go, go ahead and do that. But I'm saying that we still have to have yeah. a core team that is representative of the very best talents that we have in this country. And I don't think in the last few years we have helped ourselves at all hmm. in terms of the way we have taken our national teams. Because, see, the under-17, the under-20, these are the definitions of what the future looks like for this This is country. always what it is. This, has, this is what it has always mm -hmm. been. Let's not forget how some of our best national teams have been formed in the future. The bedrock of the team that took us to our very first World Cup was from an under-20 team from 2001. Let's not forget that. Nope. When we reached the quarterfinals of the World Cup in 2010, let's not forget that the bedrock of the team came from a, an under-20 team yep. that was full of talent. So let's always remember this, that no matter what, and you see, the interesting thing about some of these things, this is the last thing I would say, the interesting thing about some of these things is that usually, Usually, the best under-17 team on the under-20 teams of this country, it doesn't really matter how well they perform or how poorly they perform. The ones that have played the best football, the ones that we have seen that have been crucial, that have appealed significantly to the emotions, to the senses of Ghanaians, have been those that have produced players that have gone on to the national teams. You understand? There are those that have produced players that have gone on to the national teams. They are not those that have necessarily won trophies. So we don't, it's not just about winning the trophy. To, as a winning trophy is, is, is great. It, it's, it's amazing. But at the youth level, it is not always about winning the trophy. And you see, that 1995 under-17 team that won the under-17 World Cup, how many of them went on to do great things for the national team? Very few. Hmm. Only Stephen Appiah, actually. Really? Basically. But you go back to the team that lost to Nigeria. In 93. In 93. Yeah. That was the team that had the Samiko force. They went on to form the bedrock of a national team. So it's not always about the winning. But it is those that have played the most structured football. And for me, at the moment, structure is missing at the youth level. You mean non-existent? Basically. And we need... To wake up because the other countries have moved on Ben, huh. Mali, Burkina Faso, mm. and this is you see and they, this is Burkina also have, Faso have become a thorn yeah, in Ghana's flesh at all levels. This also has a level. massive effect on the on the value of players coming out of this yep, country. That's true. Because you see, I mean, this is where when, all the scouts yeah, are. If you go to the under twenty World Cup, you go to the under twenty World Cup. It's, it's a perception issue. Listen yeah. to this, oh. When they watch the under seventeen team and they are that poor, mm -hmm. the agents' perception is that these are the if these players. are the best players from Ghana, then why should I bother? <laughs> because you see, these are the best. This is the under. This is the national team. It's supposed to be so the it's best. A effect. Yes, 
It's supposed to be the best under 17 players in the country. So if they watch that and it is absolute nonsense, you really think that they will waste their time coming back to Ghana to scout for more players? Because if the, the best, if the best themselves are not that good, <laughs> why should we bother? And that is why now you can have a full transfer window yeah. and the entire value of Ghana's transfer window, 50, a full window is 50,000. Sure, because players agents are coming for players for five thousand. We just saw five thousand uh, just recently. It was a story that Kotoko rejected a fifty thousand for Imoro, a fifty thousand euro approach for Ibrahim Imoro. This is the best left back in the Ghana Premier League. A club in Belgium is offering fifty thousand euros hey. for him. This is not only disrespectful, you know. You see, are you telling me that the best left back in the Senegalese oh, league, the best left back in the Senegalese league, somebody will go and offer 50,000 euros for the best left back in Senegal? Partey can buy Imoro in one week. That is true. <laughs> no, but it's true. He can buy Imoro five two, times. No, five times. In a week, say, he can buy five Imoros. Partey is on 200,000 pounds a week. Yeah. Imoro is 50,000 euros. Yes. He can buy four Imoros every week. <laughs> you know how many? You know how no, many? Let's go. So, do, do you know how many Imoros Pate will have in a month? <laughs> four hey, times. Imoro, Imoro, Four times four. Four times, you see? And he can basically have them running around his house. Kicking balls to Charlie, you. stop, stop, stop. But it's true. With blonde stop hair. This. With blonde hair. Oh, Charlie. Why? Yeah. No, but on a more serious note, oh, no, yes. And 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 and, and you see, it's it's disheartening because I remember when Grota Firth came to Ghana to buy Babaraman. You remember that time? That time players had value. Our players were moving for good money. What's that's, going that's, on? Let's ask Shilla. Shilla Eliasu moved to Russia straight let's from Kotoko for around one million euros. Let's let's just ask ourselves: When was the last time a player left the Ghana Premier League, right, mm-hmm. and went went straight into a European team? Not under 18 or under 23, but straight into a senior team and there was a place ready for him. How many? What's the last time that happened? Hold hold your thoughts there. Let me read a few messages that have been coming through. I'll take a few more thoughts on this matter and then we'll we'll dive into some Ghanaian transfers because there's a lot of transfer activity involving Ghanaian players and it's only right that once we are discussing this issue, that's the next thing we're going to. Um, Kili Kwame from Adensa says, Ben, if you want to go on leave or break of any sort, I suggest you are left the listeners, Charlie. He said, we can't afford to miss that we are live intro with, without an apology. Welcome back, boss. Um, I take him. Dude from Kakazunaka says, the qualifying format for competitions on the continent, apart from the mainstream national teams, is practically absurd. If FIFA and CAF wants the game to develop in deprived parts of the continent, they should undertake projects and grow talent in such countries. West Africa owns the continent and it's a fact. Um, that Apaku see Fabian is not a bad coach, but the under-17 simply needs to be refreshed. Someone in the mode of Didi Dramani can do a good job with talent nurturing. Lipu Mama says, good evening, my guys. Uh, thank God for delivering uh, my mom and I from Am Robes, listening live from Ibri. Oh, we send you... Thank God for your life. Yeah, we thank God for your life. Yeah, we hope you are safe. Yeah, Charlie, you poor mama, be safe out there. Um, Jude inside Kakasunaka says, Graham was slating Arsenal for signing Vieira while we had Odegaard. Yet he will complain of our lack of foresight if we capitulated like how we did last season when we had injuries towards the end of the campaign. Everyone made fun of us because we spent much and ended faith, forgetting we didn't make any meaningful spendings 
for 10 years. Strength in depth is what is key in the modern game. You can't blame City for fielding strong sides against non-league teams in the EFL. Please, let me respond to you. Hold on, hold on. We'll come back to that. We'll come back. Hold your, hold your, hold, hold your thoughts on that. Ooh. I'm ready for him. No, cool down, cool down. Cool down. This well, fire no, 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 relax. Jonas, um, Jonas Tinkrai says that, uh, to my Choco, Boom, Bukum in Coco, Cape Coast, etc., young footballers who allegedly can't pay what is widely believed to be the norm. God go fight, give we. Hmm. Uh, this one here is from Joshua from Ankara in Turkey. He says, I really hope Jiku makes that move to Sevilla since they've lost two of their central defenders. As for the GFA, please, we don't want to see any. Uh, shaving machines being given out as awards on match days anymore. <laughs> we can do way better. Charlie, I, I don't even want to Shave talk about it. Charlie, these things, Charlie, let's, let, you let's not even get there. <clears throat> this one here, um, says that, uh, is it true that Kepa, okay, I, I, I'll get back, no, I'll get back to that one a little, uh, later. I uh, wants to know if Raheem Sterling is coming, wants to know how Chelsea fits in the EPL and all that. This one here, is from a queer from Domicis. A pundit recently said uh, another reason why a footballer could fail an MRI test is due to the size of the football huh? plate. Huh? Okay, I really don't know what this message is trying to The about. size of the football. I don't. Let's go on. <laughs> Abuza from Pokwase says, uh, please, I want you to tell coach uh, to inform the United board to be up and doing in their transfer activities because we are tired uh, of, we are close to signing <laughs> Bruhaha. <laughs> Clo- close to signing FC. Listen to me. <laughs> listen, 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 listen to me and listen very closely. Tell me, you see, the earlier you understand, that Man United will not sign anybody. The ah, it is that, oh, but how can you talk like this? Huh? How can you talk like this? So why you not even sign one person? I mean, I don't know. But the players have been working out, you know that. No, no. Your, man, play, your players man, are looking buff. I, I saw Scott McTominay. I said, ah, he should gym his football brain. <laughs> stop gyming his football I looked at him. I said, ah, is that McTominay? Rashford is also looking, you know, pretty. Charlie, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on. Let me read a few more messages real quick. Um, this one here says that... um. Oh, you want you wanted to know um, what? Uh, this is on the scale of ten. I will give my beloved team Chelsea three over ten. Marina's role needed to be sorted out. Lukaku's position, same thing, and also at least two defenders need to come to fill Rudiger's void. Oh, somebody wants to know what MRI okay. uh, so, means. So this one, the MRI stands for magnetic resonance imaging, yeah. right? Essentially, it's like taking a picture. So. You know, back then we used to have x-rays. Yeah. And then we moved on. So well, x-ray is still there. X-ray is still there. Some people think that, or some people believe that MRI is, it provides a better output. It, 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 it depends on the, it, it depends the depth, on the depth the, of what you're trying to see. What you're trying to see. Yeah. So the reason why this comes in is that many years ago, this was around 2005, there about, FIFA decided to check. They decided to use the MRI to check the ages of players. Essentially what the MRI does is that it takes a scan of your wrist, your left wrist, mm-hmm. Now, they say that if the bones in your left wrist are fused, that means it's like, it's like a very... They're fully bone. joined. If they are fully joined, yeah. the understanding is that you are above 17 and you are <laughs> dropped. There are some people whose bones may be fused but are not 17. So, if they do... So, they decide that, you know, whether you are 17, if we do the test and your bones are fused, that is it. You are above 17 and you are dropped. Yep. That's really how because it is. Because in 90% so like of a, situations, a, that's what the case yeah, is. Yeah, but there's been like a lot of scientific 
debate over yes, some the accuracy of, of the MRI test yeah, in determining the ages of people. So, but for now, it is what FIFA has come yes. up with. So everybody has so to they, abide they by. Check. So everybody goes through the scan. If they check and the bones are fused, mm-hmm. you are above seventeen, you are dropped, and we move on to the next guy. So for our listeners, we last a very simple way of looking at it. So all the players who got dropped, they took the scan. The bones were fused. They were dropped. So, because perfect understanding, once the fusion is there, you are above 17. Mm. You are fully grown. Mm. And you are a man. Mm. Uh-huh. That's the word. That's the word. Let me read a few more messages and then we'll get into transfers. Um, Opoti, the boat driver. Who chills riders AC? Oh, Charlie. Spoden! No, let, let me read the Sir, name again. Opoti. No, no, relax. Is it Opoti, the boat driver. Who, who chills riders AC? Oh, Charlie. No, Okoti, you do all. Say, how mommy, Okoti? Say, good evening, Ben and crew. As a United fan, it's heartbreaking knowing very well your neighbors are already champions again. You can compare United's fans' woes to that of Ghana's management. You only wonder when things will get better. Hi, Charlie. Wakasapao. <laughs> Okoti has said things. Okoti. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. This one here says, God bless you. No, Okoti, oh, Okoti the, the bull driver. driver. Who chills riders AC? Nah, Charlie, that name be hard. It could give you AC, you know. You know, you know. For most boats and Uber drivers, you have to beg them for AC. And in this economy, maybe I say, Charlie, oh boss, AC It's not easy. Charlie, so if Okoti the chill riders AC, Okoti be hard guy. Nah, it's for the Nimanche from Tutu Ekrapim says, God bless you guys. Um, ask our Chelsea. Ah, Chelsea and Neymar, it's a no for me. That's what you mean. Play day in iTop too much. And because of this, he is not on the level we expected him to reach with all his abilities and skills. Chelsea don't need Neymar. He won't solve any problems for us. Because he's not at that level. That's why he's being linked. <laughs> <laughs> you mean this transfer should have happened five seasons earlier? Ah, Lambert from Dodo says, Good evening, Ben and crew. It is time we think of how to structure our under 17 team because it's the foundation of our football. Once the base is weak, the main structure will be weak. And with all due respect, Park WC is not the only coach who can manage our oh, under 17 team. Kind regards to uh, Dedebi and Ima- uh, Emperor Francis Ayombeo of Football Fans Fraternity. They'll hear you. Um, youngest son from Agboba says, With the breeze, I will squeeze in other. In, in in order to access heaven, Charlie. <laughs> what is the yeah, As for United, they are not. I think that you want to say they are not serious. If Barcelona won't sell the young, look elsewhere. Is is he the only player in the world? Okay, Adam from Dawenya says, guys, I watched the under seventeen game against Burkina Faso. Park we see lacked tactical flexibility during the game. I agree with fans. We need younger and hungrier Ghanaian coaches. <laughs> Charlie, do you know if we? Coach Bash, and you said this about him. (laughs) (laughs) Are you more flexible? Are you more tactically flexible? Gone but not forgotten. Don't don't <laughs> ask you to explain tactical flexibility. flexibility. What, do what, what do you mean by tactical what, flexibility? What the phrase that uh, that angered him was tactically bankrupt. bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Who is tactically bankrupt? So what does it mean? Is define tactical you... bankrupt? <laughs> so typically what happens is that we'll be dopamine at the start of july but Charlie, there's so much happening we can't actually wait till the start of july so let's get in on some transfer business a don that was so is don't call me time one place, man, say, one 
they know this play a thousand dollars. Don't come you, don't come. For the striker, we can consider. Don't come you, don't come. We know they see you use Naboka. Don't come you. Medase. Let's start off with um, some some black stars transfers that happening. Osman Bukhari, first on the list. Um, he has moved from his parent club Ghent, so he spent last season on loan with FC Nantes in the French league. Uh, he's moved on for a record transfer fee. So um, Red Star Belgrade uh, broke their transfer record to actually get Osman Bukhari to come into the mix. They will be in the Champions League, I believe, uh, in the upcoming season. So it's a pretty decent uh, transfer. L- let me start off with you, Susu. Quick thoughts on that transfer. Do you don't call me a move to Red Star Belgrade? And what do you make of the move generally? Oh, a thousand percent. It's a great move for him because when he was announced last season, he played basically the equivalent of 11 games. He got two goals and four assists. Nice. Well, somebody return. who plays played 11 games. Yeah, no, solid return, but he wasn't being... A wing back. Yeah, he wasn't getting a lot of minutes. So you go to Red Star Belgrade. This is a team that regularly qualifies for Europe. They are a top team there. You'll be challenging for titles. You'll definitely be playing Europe. Nance won the French Cup, so they'll definitely be playing in Europe as well. But this is a season-on-season team that are always in Europe. You'll be playing Europa League and Conference League very regularly. Once in a while, you play Champions League. So I think it's great for his development. And at 23, that's where you want to be. So if he can nail down a starting spot, mm-hmm. it's a great move. So that's the only thing. He has to make sure he starts. So he has to just put that work in, convince the coach that he's the man to start. But on when you look at the move, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good move for him. They'll be expecting big things from him as well. Boatiado was out there completely blazing scoring oh, records. He, he was destroying scoring records when he was in Serbia. He was basically scoring a goal or more than a goal every other game so um he has he has some big shoes to fill there i don't know if nathan just quick thoughts on osman bukhari to rest up i I, I agree with fence i uh, not fence um we saw him play for the black stars i saw a couple of games he played for nantes Mm -hmm. um i thought that uh, you know those minutes he i think he made use of those minutes and going to red star is good there's already that the trust that the team has institutional trust for Ghanaian players, you know, Liadi, Hamim Dramani, um, Richmond Bachi Adam, and so he will, he will feel largely at home. And that a team that would be winning the Serbian Cup and the Serbian League quite regularly, he will get to play in the Champions League. That is, if the, his team gets to go that far. So, we wish him the very best. I think it's a move that makes sense. He has to make the best of it and then we'll see how, how he plays out. I know you want to talk about Osman before we move on. Guy was taking my charger. That's why he was surreptitiously. No, but it's a good move. Honestly, it's a, it's a very good move for him. Um, Susu spoke about the fact that he didn't play too much at nuns, but he made um, use of the time he was on the pitch. And we also have to add the fact that he was technically being played out of position. He was playing as a wing back um, most of the time. And um, he just showed you how good he, uh, how, how 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 good he was last season. I'm happy that. Um, you can tell that his progression in the Black Stars is also... He's slowly growing into the team. I think 
Um, he made some cameo appearances against Nigeria. He did well in that Madagascar game. He scored his debut goal. Then in the following game, he gave an assist. So it looks like somebody who is um, slowly gaining the trust of national team managers. So for him to nail a move like this, and what Susu mentioned was very important. When you're in a team that uh, largely dominates a league and they are, they are the biggest uh, club in that league, they go out in games, they dominate. And for an attacking player like that, it will bring out his attributes more. It will help him express himself and hopefully... Um, as he said, he can nail down a starting spot. And once you are playing regularly at that level in the Serbian league, um, you'll be having European experience also. It only helps. And he can only go on to better things because he has some very key attributes. He's quick. He's very direct. And um, players like that are not... There are not a lot on the market these days. So um, that sort of skill is, is very priced when it comes to um, 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 clubs and scouts and what they look out for. So for him, um, it's a good move, 23 um, this is just the start of his career. So I'm happy for him. He's got the move and we can only wish him the best. So we don't call me Osman Bukhari to Red Star Belgrade. <laughs> Made the move. Next guy up is Salis Abdul Samed. Um, so he was invited to the Black Stars not too long ago. He's made a move from Clement Foot to Racing Club de Lens. Um, RC Lens. Very interesting the move. Great RC Lons. Yeah, the large idiots RC yeah, Lons. Yeah, the RC Lons. <laughs> uh, that have the gold, the golden and red, golden the, red. the golden red. Yeah. So Salis Abdul Samed, um, friends, Daniel. I don't know if you want to share any quick thoughts on him. Salis, defensive midfielder, Daniel. Just quick thoughts on that before we move on. It's the same league. Yeah. The same league. So um, yeah, once you can get your minutes, you are in a. Uh, but it's an upgrade in terms of the prestige in the league, league of course. Yeah. yeah. From um, Clermont Foot to to Lons. Look, a, a lot of these. Lots of these guys need to take advantage of some of these moves. Mm -hmm. This is what I know about French League. Look, if you are young and you are industrious, you get to play. French League teams give a lot of opportunities mm -hmm. to youngsters. And, and they will have to take those opportunities. You know, I mean, you attract the eye and the attention of a team. They sign you on. Just keep working hard. Because in France, a lot of these teams are willing to give you the opportunity. You know, and it's a, it's a league that helps build players on a tactical level, technical level, and they are huge fans of African players. So for Salis, I'm happy. He needs to take that opportunity. And in his position, as a defensive midfielder, it's very priced in the French League. Yeah. A lot of trust is handed to players who play in that position in the French. So you are African. They produce a lot of great yes, ones they, as well. They, they trust. The French have a very interesting way of looking at Africans. They feel that if you have the, the heart, the engine, and the physicality to play in that position. So a lot of Africans get boxed into that kind of area. And I feel that it's a great league for Salis to learn a lot about, about playing that kind of role and playing that position. Moving on, let me move to a uh, move that happened between Denmark and Portugal. Maxwell Woleji. I don't know if you've uh, heard about him. 20-year-old centre-back. Um, started out at Nima, playing in the sandy pages of Nima. Moved on to Right to Dream. Played for uh, Norseland for three seasons. And now he's moved on to Vitoria Guimarães. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's a very... I think it's a good move for him. Solid move. Uh, mostly because Guimarães have a history of bringing in players from, from Norseland, don't yep. they? Uh, yep. They brought in... Uh, Abdul, I believe at the moment yep. um, from Norshaland, a centre back who moved there on a free transfer. Mm -hmm. Well, follows suit. So, um, there could be another solid partnership for him there. Gideon Mensah played alongside Abdul Momin for one season. Gideon was all alone. So now Wallace is joining Abdul Momin there. So, so that's really good. He's only, he's young. He's only 20, 20 years. years old. And for me, I, I think for a player of his age, already being known for a lot of the things that he's actually Very physically imposing. Page. Yeah. Uh, and, and also all of the things that he's doing in the picture. Remember, he's a, the story of him 
um, you know, buying a lot of like uh, hijabs for players in the north. Um, so it, it, it's great, and I think at this age, Northland are a club that is. Not uh, they don't shy away from selling players at the very young age. A lot more are coming. Really what, that is really a what, lot more Ghanaian yeah, players are coming. Is the model you have to use if you're in one of these exactly, really small really There's not a lot of money. There. So for most of the cheap, the players that are there, mm-hmm. I think it, they know for sure that that is only a stepping stone. Yeah. When that move comes, um, Gumerash is a decent team. They finished sixth in the league last season. And it's always around that position they finish. Set fourth and thereabouts. And I think... Um, he will get you get good time. playing time as well, and he you will also get a bit of help settling down or settling in because sometimes when you move across, uh, that could be one of the most difficult things. And um, when you have up the moment there to support you, that's good. I think um, he's got the right football education from the Northland Right to Dream system to be able to succeed. So uh, I'm happy for him moving to a top six, top top seven league in Europe. It's a it's a fantastic move. I just have a bit of a worry about. Uh, especially the 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 some of the transfers that some of our players have had in the past. I don't think I don't know if you've noticed, but it, it appears that a lot of players are moving to leagues where it looks like they're more interested in the money rather than rather than the quality of football. Oh yeah, I and mean it's, it's sure been a trend for a minute. But, uh, you know for sure that if, for example, a player like Osman, and I have nothing against him going to Serbia. But you know that if you find yourself in the French League R oh, and you're fr- struggling, struggling here to find playing time at FC Nantes, um, and you decide that the best thing to do is to go to Serbia for a record fee and take the money, I have nothing against that. That is really good. But I, I definitely know that with his qualities, with a bit more determination. It's Champions League football, yeah. so so the lights are brighter. You know, the spotlight there is bigger. There is that. Um, yeah. But Tebochi Magic also played in Serbia for several years, was a record goal scorer. I don't see how that translated in anything. I mean, in, in, I have to in, say, in, yeah, no, in, in I disagree. It's a very short career. Let's look at their money-making window. They are going to make their money from, let's say, when you enter your pit, like 24. Why did you disagree with me? I said I have no problem with that. Well, so you're saying that. The, that about no, no, about no, it not no, translated. No, he said, no, he said more like, well, it's a worrying trend. That's what I'm saying. It's not a worrying trend. It's not worrying. At least not for those involved. For, not, not for those of us who them. care about performance. I'm, I'm not worried for them. I'm not worried for them. <laughs> it's not even about no, 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 performance. I'm playing my football. This is the you said, you see, traditional. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a short career. It's a short career. You have to maximize your earnings. You see, take the money, man. No, I don't have a problem. You said worrying trend. You said you said worrying trend. What's worrying about? Let him defend this point. Yeah. I'm not saying that it is bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it is worrying. And you would ask me who is worrying for? I'm not saying it's worrying for them. It is worrying for our national teams because ah. every single day we sit here and we complain about the fact that our players don't play in top leagues. And we are the same people that come and sit here and say call players from top leagues. But the players are moving to leagues that are not in code top leagues at the age of 22, at the age of 23. And that is fantastic for them. But it, is it fantastic for you? As a national Red, team... Red Star over Nantes in Red, Red Star is a big team. Though. It's a Red bigger Red team. Is a, it's an upgrade or not? Red Star over uh, Nantes any oh, day. Okay. Red Star. They play you yourself they, asked they me who won the Champions League in 1991. Man. You yourself asked me mm. just people yesterday. People call the French League uh, a Farmers, Farmers League. league. No? What does that make the Serbian league? But no, I'm saying at least he'll get to play in the Champions League. league. At least he might get some Champions League. No, I, 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 I want to think that 
playing Champions League football was a big deciding factor for him because if you want to make a bigger stepping stone, you want to make a bigger move after Red Star, if you play in the Champions League and you play two good games, and, and you see, it, it might be enough for you. You also need to play in a team that brings the best out of you. Mm-hmm. Non-style of football is a bit too stifling for him. He's an attacking player who likes to feel free. They yeah. don't play and they were playing him out of position yes, a lot of so times as well. why would you stay there and fight for what? Fight to sit on the bench? Go to Red Star and <laughs> not stay there. <laughs> and no, I still I still disagree with this worrying thing for the national team. Please talk to us. If our players were good enough to be starters in the top five leagues, they would be there. They, they are going to where the most money is. There's more money in the top five leagues than these leagues they are going to. Mm-hmm. There's more money in England. There's more money in Germany. There's more money in Spain. If it's about money, a team in that league without money would offer them the contracts. They are going where they can make the most money because that is their level, quote-unquote. Oh. Not to say... And it's not in a disrespectful way. It's not in a disrespectful way, but you play to the best of where you can get. If Thomas Partey is playing for Arsenal in a top five league and making all that money he's making because he's that level, if, if Usman Bukhari was going to be Liverpool starting winger, they would buy him to start for them. Just an, as an example. No disrespect to him. I, I, so I, I, if I the players are quote-unquote chasing money, there's more money to be had in these top leagues anyway. So ah, so that's my point. If our players are chasing money... At, chase money. Uh, in a bigger league. If they are chasing money at ages where they should be at their prime, don't you think that says a lot about... But I wouldn't... You see, it sounded like you were... It was more at the players. That's how it sounded. No, to no, me. no, it's not at But the I'm players. realizing it's that you're making a point about football development. Mm-hmm. So now so, I agree. Thank I you. agree now. Now thank that you. I understand. Let us, on let us move on. Let us talk about Chelsea for a minute. <laughs> what, what do you the want to talk about? The most important Ghanaian transfer this week. Uh, the number one goalkeeper of the Black Stars. Hey, 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 Jojo I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Charlton Athletic. Forgive me. One of Forgive the biggest me. clubs in English football. Hey, from from fourth year <laughs> to third year. <laughs> why are you both doing this? Oh, it's, a, it's a huge jump. Thank you very Wallacott much. has yeah. moved um, to the uh, League One. Uh, he's moved with his coach, actually, Ben Garner. Uh, yeah, they, they, they worked together for a year. Yeah, he's, he's, he's deemed him good enough to bring him along to a higher level. Mm-hmm. Quick thoughts on that, Daniel. Quick thoughts. Oh, I'm very happy for him. I'm, I'm extremely happy. You're not one of those who think that fourth year to third year is, oh, is some way. It's when you look at it. Is this, when, is, when you, no, let, let me ask you first of all: If you ex, is it the sort of move you expected Wallacott to make after the spotlight he's enjoyed over the past six months? I knew he stay in England. I thought maybe League One or Championship. That and now he's in League One. So yes, <laughs> I, I, I expected this jump. I see. I'm saying when you when you put things into context, then if you look at the level of the League One, the League One, and you compare it to let's say Denmark. Uh, Norway, Norway, Sweden, Belarus, Serbia. Mm-hmm. They are either on the same level or better. <laughs> or Don't true. do this. Don't do this. Terms, it's true. In terms of a lot of things, money, facilities, they are there. They are up there. These yeah. English teams oh, are. Yeah, it's true. So the fact that he's playing in third tier England and somebody is playing in Serbia first division doesn't necessarily mean the person in Serbia is better than, or is in a better league than him. No, because the English level is very, very high, extremely high. The championship pays better than the Dutch Some league. Five leagues. I'm telling you, there's a lot of money in England. The, the championship probably pays about the same level as the French league for yeah, most exactly. teams. Excluding, exactly. Excluding exactly. So, and the cha- other Champions League teams. That's what I'm saying. That. So for the English league system, 
honestly speaking, when you look I mean, at they the are league, clear. Oh, they are clear. You look at look at the teams in the league. Ah, there's Bolton and uh, Wigan just won the league. They've moved to uh, 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 these are premier teams that we've seen in Premier League. It's Norwich, very, Norwich, County. Oh, they are killers there. So <laughs> me, I'm happy. Oh me, I'm happy. Honestly, but not in the yeah, not, not, oh, it's true. But they are killers. You see, he's going to the World Cup. The World Cup will just put more light on him because he's he's a very good goal. That's what I was I was I I thought was a positive spin to the story mm-hmm. that you get to play in the World Cup in a couple of months. Yeah. If you are good enough, you, you, you might probably make a jump in a jump. So mm. honestly, this uh, third year England England third year is better than some places. So it's far 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 better than some places. So you mean? You mentioned the killers. I want to mention the killers for you. Hey. In League A. The competition in League A. <laughs> Why are we saying League A? League, 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 league 1. League 1. No, League 1. League 1. Sorry, one. One. please. I'm speaking Le- League A is the French League. League 1. The text here is the killers. Don't mention Sky Bet. Do you know Sky Bet? Don't try to be mysterious. Bolton Wanderers. Oh, killers! Derby County. Ah, this is Kweku Killer. Rooney. Postmort. Oh, Charlie, let's move on. Shouting athletic. Plymouth Agile. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, right now you're trying to be saved. Plymouth Agile. Plymouth Agile, says he. Okay, okay. Plymouth, no line. Shuffle Wednesday, the oldest club in English football. Ah, have you seen the caliber of teams in the Liga? Thank you. One. Uh, and this one. Thank you. Accrington Stanley. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> yeah, no, don't do this. You are deliberately trying to do this. This one, this one. Oxford United. You know what they did last year? Okay, a team of academics. Kweku Killer, you are misbehaving at this point. The smartest, the smartest team in the football league. Jamie Vardy. Fleetwood. Fleetwood. Charlie. Oh. <laughs> what destroyed the VR? Last one, last one. MK Doors. The Doors. Ah. MK Doors. That's a team uh, a Delhi Ali came for. That's right. They beat Louis Van Gaal 4 0. It's okay, it's okay. You know that. Plymouth, Plymouth Agar, formerly known as AFC Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Look at this. So that's it as far as Ghanaian transfers are concerned. A lot of our Ghanaian brothers making moves. Let's go to the camp of Chelsea Football Club, where Todd Bowley has had to take up a few big roles recently. Charlie, Chelsea fans have been tweeting at Todd Bowley this week asking him all kinds of questions. Marina Granovska has left Chelsea. She, she, she's not, um, she, she's was, not left. She's not left yet? You see, they say she will leave at the end of the transfer window, but Todd Bowley is taking over to be assisted by Marina. So she's, oh, okay. So, she's so it, it's sort of like the Ed Woodward situation. Yeah, they, are, they are phasing her out, but mm. she's still there. Before you go, Daniki, the teams that we mentioned, wouldn't you rather be playing against those than be playing against... Kukariki. Would you rather be playing against those than be playing against Trial Crucifer? And you're on trial? The team is Another on trial. Slogan Posega. Tell you, don't do this. There's also Partisan Belgrade. There are a few other big teams there. Why are you skipping all those teams? The, the, the truth is that he gets to play in Europe's biggest competition. He'll be playing, That's the he'll be playing Europe every he'll, season. He'll be playing against Tony Cruz and Co. in Europe. But what's the name of the team? Kukariki. Charlie, Charlie, let's get into Chelsea's transfer business. They have done no business at all so far. What are you doing? Time is going. Let's go straight to the point. Lukaku is not serious. <laughs> what are you talking about, Lukaku? <laughs> relax, 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 relax. That that he has decided to go back to his promised land. There are two people who are not serious in this deal: Lukaku and Todd Bowley. Let me start with Lukaku. Mm. 
Look, when you first came to Chelsea, you were one of the biggest young talents in Europe. From Andalusia. You came to Chelsea. Everybody say, oh, next drug bar, next drug bar. No lie, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. wasn't your fault. Chelsea were not ready to give you the time. It wasn't your fault. You went on loan, West Brom. You did well. Everton. You went to Everton. You did exceptionally well. Man United. Man United. You did well. But because of a deliberate agenda, Manchester United fans will refuse to admit that you did well. And then you left. <laughs> you went to Inter Milan. Fantastic. Spore there. You spore there two seasons in a row. 20 plus goals. 23 goals and 24. Then... More goals than the original Ronaldo. Then, you, you see, they brought you back. Look at the things he said at the beginning. Look back. Look back. Chelsea have looked back for Lukaku. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. Look at the things he said in the first interview. Dream. He's coming home. Yes. He has unfinished business. The first one didn't work out, but the second one worked out. What if the unfinished business was, was destroy the, the, the team? It was like not to do. You know, he didn't was come to destroy the team. Look, <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he came to destroy the team. He came to finish no, with Wolves. When, when I look at this Lukaku at Chelsea thing, mm. I don't buy that Chelsea the system. The, the, I, I don't buy. It. Inter Milan, no, do you know why? They are, they are wiping you know their hands in glee. In the first weeks of the Premier League, it's the same system he was playing. Mm-hmm. He was scoring goals. Mm-hmm. When he started drying out in goals, it's not like he wasn't getting chances. He was getting chances. He was missing them. So he was... You see, you also have a part to play. And then he just stopped trying. You went on an injury. You came back. They tried to ease you. No, and he then got, you got and he COVID. Got COVID yeah. Then you came back. You started scoring one-two. Then you go grant some interview or whatever happened. No, no. And then, I don't care about the timing. Don't cut me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> then, the guy... No. Seriously, you mean the timing has nothing to do with the performance? The performance, that's not the time he came today, came yesterday. So, what you go and grant an interview basically insulting Chelsea fans, insulting the manager, insulting the people who brought you back from suspecting his own teammates, suspecting your teammates Mm -hmm. who were getting results at the time. Then you come and issue some forced, forced apology. He was forced to, they sit you down. Ah, they are the end of the season. You say you are going back. After one season, 90 million pounds. You've not produced anything. You know the funny part? I is think Inter Milan are using some of that same money to bring him back on loan. Because they haven't even there's spent nothing the money. pushing... Oh, come on, look up. They don't have come money on. to spend. Look, he's put Chelsea in such a difficult position. Yep. Because let's not forget, Chelsea still need a number nine. The fact that he didn't work out last season doesn't mean it may not work out this season. What happened to staying and fighting? What because happened to you coming back and wanting to play? No, but look, I, 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 think, I think what you said about staying and fighting comes in when you look at what he, he has done in terms of his, play, the, his teammates. Look, if you go out talking about the system isn't working when everybody else is trying hard to be, you're literally telling your teammates that they are not good enough or they are not playing no, good see, enough football to help you I, succeed. I understand that, mm-hmm. but there are ways you can go about this thing. We are human beings. There are ways you can go about it. How do you do? How do you do that? When you're on the pitch, you work hard. I read this thread on... Look, it's one of the, be- so one of the best breakdowns from Chelsea I've ever read in my life. He spoke about when Torres was at the club. Yeah, Torres came. Was he wasn't scoring. He was struggling. But what he wasn't giving in goals, he was giving in other things. He was working hard. He was closing down people. He was throwing, putting his body on the line. So then Chelsea fans continued to support him. And they were waiting just for that first goal. And he came. Look at him, Ovena. Chelsea fans are frustrated he's not scoring. But what he's not giving in goals, he's giving in other things. So that's why Thomas Tuchel will keep on playing him. And by all means, the goals there, it will come eventually. He will score one to one you will give some assists. But he does so much more than just that. 
And you see, that is somebody who came expecting to be the out-and-out goal scorer for the team. And it's not worked. But he's, he's trying. You can't just sit on the bench when they bring five and then your head is sweating. You are not doing anything. Then you Charlie, don't do this. this. Ah, the man can't no, sweat very, again. No, honestly, it's very painful because when I said he's put Chelsea in a very difficult position, strikers, pure number nine, Charlie, they are trying out to. Darwin Nunes has gone to Liverpool. Yeah. Haaland has gone to Manchester. So which top class striker um, again um, is he going to bring to try yeah, and replace him? Unless they beg Richarlison is decent though. Richarlison is decent. And then Todd Bowley comes But he won't come for cheap too. No. Killer, Todd Bowley. How is Todd Bowley allowing this deal to happen without a buy, a, a, a buy option? A, what An obligation clause. Ob- ob- obligation to buy. So he's going with a loan fee of 8 million. Mm-hmm. Then you go and dance in Italy, Milano, and then come back. Then Inter Milan will take him on loan again. 8 million. Probably. Then when the thing is finished, Chelsea have got like it's 20 million from the when you've bought in 90. No, as it stands, they look like they'll make a, they'll make a loss on, make on a the deal. They one. bought it for 97 Me, million. If I was Todd Bowley, Thomas Tuchel, you stay. Oh, you, you mean you are not happy? You mean you, nobody cares if you are not happy? You, I paid ninety seven. I didn't pay ninety seven for you to come and sit there and smile. Oh. I brought you. You come and work. You work. Ah, what are you talking about? Ninety seven million. Then you come. You are whining. You are. How can you disrespect your teammates like this? And do you know what is annoying? When you are not there, somebody who is a half nine or a half ten comes in and he's scoring and he's giving assists and he's playing well. When Lukaku had his infamous seven touches against Crystal Palace and he was dropped in the yeah. subsequent matches and Kai Havertz came in, in the next nine games, Havertz scored seven times. A shock. Hmm. What does that mean that that is not deserved? The whole match, 90 minutes, you touch the ball seven times. Do you know what you do? He's just standing there. And, and you see, and then when they were at the end of the game, the head is sweating. You are not, you are not doing anything. Then you are sweating more than everybody. And what do. makes that even worse is that when you compare, and, say, and that's what Daniel was saying about making nonsense of the whole system thing. Because if you look at Tuchel's Chelsea compared to the Inter Milan, Antonio Conte's Inter Milan, Tuchel's Chelsea actually attempt more passes in the final third. So they play the ball among themselves more often than Inter do. So he. In theory, he's supposed to be involved they a lot more in the play. You, but still, you don't but want to. But he's there. He's static. Like a tree stump. How can they find you? <laughs> oh, no, it's true. See. You mean see, he's like a boulder? You see. Or even a boulder can roll. You see, let me, let me, let me just give you this scenario, okay? <laughs> he's like a tree stump. You, you, know, you are progressing the ball from midfield, okay? And then you get what looks like an opportunity. It is your striker's movement that will make, that it, will a make it a chance. Do you get me? If you are standing there, oh Charlie, the thing is on YouTube. If you are standing there like this, eh? And every day Lukaku is doing like this. Play the you you can't your first touch is not good. But every day you are saying they should pass the ball to your leg. <laughs> every day he's doing like this. If born, every day. It's your movement that makes it that a makes chance. chance. And that movement is part of the system. But what happened? Guys, so, no, but Daniel, uh, quick quick thoughts though. Sometimes, again, it's possible that the pattern of play from your team can affect your movement. Because I, I, I've watched Lukaku over the years. I don't think he's a static striker. He's not static. I, I think he moves fine. So See, what has happened? Lukaku has he's, that's what I'm saying. He's not trying. Lukaku as a striker, if you watched his glorious years, he's always mm-hmm. been somebody who's wanted the ball in space and in front of him. Play it in front of him. Let him run into it. Or bring it, cut back, whatever. And I completely I understand Daniel's because there are times when I've watched Lukaku in the just end scene. I'm asking myself, what are you doing? Are you giving yourself? You see, are you giving your teammates a chance? Very, to, look, it, let me show you. Yeah. 
Chabi Hernandez, the great Chabi Hernandez, he said, look, when he was playing at Barcelona, he hated it when his teammates were standing. Because not moving doesn't provide any... You don't give him any yeah. angles. Yeah. When you stand, what is he supposed to do when you stand? Yeah. Move, because when you move, you open up the pitch, you open up space. He can find different angles and find a pass mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. But if you are static, you don't do anything. Maybe you the lack of argue movement. argue and say that, yeah. oh, you know, he will make a run and nobody gives him the pass. This is what I think Lukaku should have understood. Chelsea were a machine in motion. They, were, they had learned how to play without a striker. They were living their lives fine. Then they said, let's bring Lukaku. So even though somebody can argue and say Chelsea had to learn to a- accommodate a striker, okay, that's fair. But what did he do as a player to understand that this team can actually move in a direction without me? So what do I do to learn what they are doing that's, and be part of this? I, I think my, my theory to this is that after that whole interview situation and the backlash and everything that came with it, I think he shut down. As an individual, he said, "You know what? I'm done with this club. I don't want to be here anymore." Which is unfortunate, but I think that's what it is. And and, and it played out in terms of his body shocked. language on the I will, pitch. I will be very shocked, and there is no surprise that mm-hmm. the Inter Milan, the Kevin Nord, have already revealed released a statement saying yeah. that they will not forget Romelu Lukaku. You understand? When because no, but it's true. You can't leave a club like that mm-hmm. and speak all about how much of a dream it is to go Good back to Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. or finish and how you've even, always wanted but to But even before he said that, they were furious because they had taken him. They were really in love with him. And, he just... and now you're running back, desperately running back into their arms after stabbing them in the you back. Know, the Kuvanu no, you know, statement said, uh-huh. they said, you betrayed that. It's okay. Now is it's it? the time to kick and run. <laughs> like that's like, it's like now it's time. It's like, they are telling him that they won't accept any holiday behavior. Yeah, better come and work because Inter Milan they, they are in a financial mess. So e- they exactly. don't have money. Yeah, they need to win the title so to get back on track. No, they've lost Perisic. They've lost Perisic. Did they lose Chalhounoglu? Chalhounoglu joined. He left on the free. They've lost. They've lost. He left on the free for Milan to join. Yeah, make it time. See, they are trying to add something to the team. They are adding a lot of free free agents. Thank you. Thank you. Free free and loans. Yes, the biggest problem for Lukaku. Okay. The team that he left behind has changed. It's not the team he's going back to be. You know yeah, West. Because now huh. they have also signed the Argentine boy from Juventus. They haven't. Or they're going to. No. Apparently, Lukaku's deal has now impacted their financial. They've taken their contract away. They don't have money. It was either or. So the Bala mm. isn't joining us. No, right now the Bala is chilling with. That's why I've seen him chilling with Paul Pogba. Ah, he might just be staying. Be in the gym, <laughs> he might just be staying at Juventus. Let's move it on. Let's move it on from Lukaku. And Juventus didn't offer him a contract. Inter have now put their contract. They are saying Milan are thinking about it. But Milan too, they but don't Dybala, have money. The point is, so right now, no one, no one Dybala wants Dybala. Cost, whoever signs him, Dybala mm-hmm. will cost them money. Yeah. Dybala there, he's in going salary, to... Yeah. Dybala he's going to Sevilla. Dybala looks like he wants to cash out at this point so in his career. So he take... Let me hammer on this thing. Which one is this one? Um, so according to Fabrizio Romano, Arsenal have reached an agreement with Manchester City for signing Gabriel Jesus for fifty-five million dollars. Mm. No, I'll, I'll just go to go to Arsenal. So after this, we'll, we'll come to the Fabio Vieira deal. Charlie in KTR. Go on, go on for me on that one. Seen it for the last time. Mm. Arsenal need a striker. That uh, one is there. It's, mm. Arsenal need is Gabriel Jesus, Jesus the one they need? Arsenal need a goal-scoring striker. Yeah. A pure striker. Someone yeah. who can put the ball in the back of oh, the net. Oh, don't do this. Are you saying that Gabriel Jesus we saw at the end of last okay. season can't put the ball at the back of the net? Gabriel Jesus has not, not scored in his last 20 games for Brazil. It's, it's serious. <laughs> you me, mean Gabriel Jesus and Lacazette are one in the same person? No, he has the potential to Lacazette up. Hey, <laughs> hey what's going on here? Expl- <laughs> explain that in detail. It's not that he has the potential. He will do it. Lacazette up. 
I mean, he can give you some good numbers one to one to, and then just go through a spell where he'll just be dry. Let me stop you right there. Since Gabriel Jesus's debut, only one player has underperformed his XG more than Gabriel Jesus, Christian Benteke. That's the only player. That's the only player. When he drops such numbers, then me, I'll be spending Saturday. Fighting fire, we won't tell Arsenal fans what they want to hear. We will tell them the I'm truth. Let him give us that XG again, I'm and then you can I'm go to Daniel. There's history a lot in the Arsenal group chat. That's by Opta. So he scored 12 less goals by Opta. XG philosophy say he scored 20 less goals than he's supposed to score. This is a different XG model. And this is a Manchester City and team yes, that creates chances for fun. He should have scored 72.93 goals. This was tweeted in April, so he's missed more since then. Uh-huh. And he had 53 league goals. What, they, how can you tell me this story? They shouldn't have signed Jesus. They should oh, have signed who? Relax. Let me, let me land. Let me relax. Land. So, so thank you for those numbers. Because remember, when I was doing the uh, Arsenal submission at the end of last season, I spoke about the fact that this Arsenal team doesn't create a lot of chances. They don't. They had Saka outscoring his XG. They had uh, Eddie Nketiah outscoring his XG. They had, uh, what's his name? Odegaard outscoring his XG. Smith Rowe outscoring his, his XG. So what it means that they were overperforming. So you need that goal scorer who is as prolific as it gets. That, yeah. Look, it is, it's so important because you can't afford to miss chances. Mm-hmm. So they give Gabriel Tazino a score. It's not but we've seen that he'll miss most of them. We've shown you the data. The data is there. Look, that Gabriel is not clinical. The data is there. Pep Guardiola, in his wisdom, stop playing Gabriel Jesus as a recognized number nine. Because if you put the guy there, the guy, he's not going to get you the goals. He's better off in the wide areas where his work rate and things will help the team. Not he's gone once. Exactly. So, me, look, if Arteta is buying him to do something similar to what he was great. doing at Man City, great. But if they are really buying him to They want to come and score the goals. To be fair, hmm. if Gabriel Jesus contributes 15 goals to the Arsenal that, season. It helps their cause. That takes the, yeah, that takes them That's a into big, comfortable Because last season, to be honest, Arsenal didn't score a lot. Exactly. The goals for column for Arsenal wasn't really great. Yeah. You know, so they were if, squeezing if you add, water so out I mean, of stone. If you add 15 goals, that's, that's good. Yeah. Now, will 15 goals be enough to power a, a, a top four run? Possibly, possibly not. So with, with, it, will, it will be augmented by others. Yes, somebody can score goals. ten. So somebody can score five. Assuming Arsenal scored the same number of goals, maybe you can check their number. I think it was about fifty. Yeah, they scored. They didn't score a lot, but their defense was pretty solid. Wait, so if you add another fifteen, you are doing about sixty-five, almost seventy. No, honestly, Jesus would do better Wait, than Lacazette. Like let's think, not, I, let's I not make that could, mistake. Could be, but huh. they need someone who will take and them I, to the next I, I level, and I don't think that's him. That's the only thing. But I will say this because they need a striker. Because Jesus is an upgrade on Lacazette, I have don't call me the transfer because of that. But I'm also giving a caveat that this is a very wasteful striker. That's the caveat. Hmm. When it comes to goal scoring, I don't think he's an upgrade on Lacazette. Me, I don't think he's an oh, upgrade. Brother, brother, in, brother. You know, in terms of overall play, yes. In oh, terms Laka? of in terms of goals, I, I don't I don't think he's an upgrade on Lacazette. So As, is... uh, no, especially based on chances created by both teams. Jesus sees way more goal scoring that, opportunities that's, that's than Lacazette. Anymore, Lacazette doesn't see half as many chances as Gabriel Jesus. So I, I don't know what this, is, I don't know what Arsenal this, fans this think about this. Return 
I think, <coughs> but I think last season, I think la- last season, Lacazette really declined, so he made it look even worse. He was never, yeah. he was never a top since he joined us. He also looked like somebody who couldn't wait. He, could he looked like he couldn't wait to get out of there. I don't think he's ever hit 15 goals since he joined us. I think wow. last season was his worst, like in the league. Last wow. season was his worst decline. Really stay, stay, stay on there, stay on the beat for me on Fabio Vieira. Okay. 32 so million. I want to just respond uh, from to some of FC the Jude made that in the last 10 years, he's not spent money. Not including this window. In the last 10 years, Arsenal has spent 1.08 billion euros. Billion. Billion. Ooh. Billion euros. The fifth most in the Premier League behind Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea and City. Hmm. So when they you are make, still big players. When you make it net spend, they are third. So if you include sales, they jump above Chelsea and Liverpool. And only Manchester City and Manchester United were above them wow. in terms of net spend. So they've made 472 million euros from their sales. And the 1.08 billion I mentioned. This is the facts and figures. So they've spent money. Mm. Now let's go into his claim that we are laughing at them because they didn't have depth last season. No, that's not the issue. We said Mikel Arteta manufactured the depth. They were players and got rid of them. <laughs> Maitland now can play right back and left back. Mm-hmm. You, told, on, you, told, you told him to Roma. Go and play at Roma. Do what you want yep. to Roma. You stuck with Nuno Tavares and Cedric Suarez. When Tavares played one bad game, who did they go and put there? They did some weird change and he went to put, was it Shaka there or something? Why would you play? Someone who's played there multiple times, he played there a lot, he even complained he was playing there too much. Then you've sent him away and now you're playing Shaka there, you're telling me you don't have depth. Kolashna, he there, he shan, so he go, fine. <laughs> Pablo <laughs> Mari, yeah. Pablo Mari is gone, but fine, he's, he's not that good. You bought him, but he's not, he's gone, he's not good there, fine. Then Callum Chambers too is there. I think Callum Chambers can play right back. Let Saliba go as well. And centre back. But I'm talking about just January. This is oh, just, okay, January. just January. Because remember we said at the end of the season they didn't buy anyone in January, so they didn't have yeah. players. You have Pierre Mike Aubameyang, and I want to do this comparison. It's very important to me. Since Lacazette has joined Arsenal, mm-hmm. the most goal scored in the league is 14, and that's the same season he was starting the first half of that season. Aubameyang came in, in the single season 14. So he did 14, 13, 10, 13, 4. Hmm. Let's look at Aubameyang since he joined Arsenal. 14, 13, 10. And 10, 4. 10, and, and 4. And 4. Yeah. He scored 13 again after Those the 10. Those are like numbers I was making back in SS. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 now let's look at Aubameyang. No, now let's look at Aubameyang. Aubameyang's first half season, he scored 10. Mm-hmm. He scored 22. Mm. He scored 22 again. Mm. Then they started playing on the left and he was tracking back. Arsenal weren't scoring a lot. He scored 10. Then this season for left, he scored four. How many did Lacazette score last season? The same four. Aubameyang played half the season and he was dropped after in like what? November, October. He scored four. Now you're telling me you've gotten rid of this guy. You don't have goals. Nketia comes and starts scoring fine. But you kept Lacazette over this person who has scored more. And you're telling me that there's no far part. You don't have depth. Let's... Arsenal didn't have depth. Fine. They didn't have depth because their manager didn't think. He got rid of players who could have contributed. No, go on. come to tell me this story that we are laughing because... Have, no. The issue is not that they lack depth. The issue is that the manager manufactured depth. It cost the team. And now you come tell us we don't have depth. Yes, you didn't have depth. You were absolutely right. Uh, uh, it was no, 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 no. Please. So, this handle to... is absolutely Oh, they should come and die. But we have to be honest about it. Mm. If you were, it was the case the that there were injuries and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which was happening, and you had kept some of these players, I can understand that Midland now and things wants to play. But if you know that Nuno Tavares is there, you know, man, we've seen Midland now play left back. Him and Nuno Tavares. Midland now could play like five positions. Yeah, and, and, why all, would you get and all, all comfortably. Like, yes. Why would you get rid of a player like that? So we have to, we have to be honest. 
this the, what you are saying is true Arsenal fans that there was a lack of depth no doubt but you it was also manufactured Talk to me about Fabio Vieira before we go. How does he fit hold into on, their on, system? And that's why they're thinking of it. I said that you are telling me that they need depth. And I'm telling you that you people saying lack of depth last season were criticizing you. We are not criticizing because just because of the lack. We are criticizing because of how the lack of depth came, came about. Yeah. It's good to cover lack of depth. But I'm saying that right now you've got rid of all these players and there are key holes in their squad is not filled. So why are you doing depth? There goes that man. Mm. Thank you very much, Susu Graham. I think we cannot talk anymore. Time is out. A lot more transfers I wanted to get into. Anthony to United, Neymar to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, you, you are trying to bring. Which you are trying to make United no, no, Ajax two point oh. Oh. Is it my classmate? Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't do Taylor. Don't do this. Which man United? Antonio Bodai. Proper man United. Antonio Tenge. Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Any shout Shout out, shout outs to our very good friend. Mm. Yao Frimpong. Oh, 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 oh. Asi- you mean, you mean Asikim FC's yeah. Yao Frimpong? Yeah. Promotion! Yeah. Big, big congratulations big, big to Yao. And big congrats to their, to their head of social media, Bob. <laughs> Very important. Bob, yes. They are welcome to the jungle. Is. <laughs> of Ghana. So in zone two. Of the mm. Ghana division. So, but quick shouts to um, Angela, wife of my good friend Carl. Mm. She's a big fan of the show. She's listening. And then big shouts to this, you know, Isaac Kofi. Uh-huh. And Nakwale. Oh, Chale. Nakwale. I have not connected the two. No, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to give the end of that song. Oh my goodness! Oh, big shouts to the two of them, two good friends of mine, big fans of the show. Mm. Always, Isaac won a trophy, I think, at the end of last season mm-hmm. uh, with the, um, his Turkish club. So, congrats to him as well. I saw yeah. him at the Silver Sport, right? Cultural Trade Ball, and uh, he was looking dapper. But um, it looks like now it's time for people to go to Qatar and make money. Quick! So, please, quick! Thank you, Daniel. Quick! quick. Charlie, I have this very important announcement here. Guys, I beg you, listeners, everybody. Mm. Um, Sefako, that's her name. She's 13. Uh-oh. Yes, she's been diagnosed with a brain tumor. Okay. Yeah. It's very critical, guys. So we beg you. Um, the Momo number to contribute is 0, uh, 0244-716442. 0244-716442. Or 055-554-3994. 055-554-3994. Let's, I beg you. Charlie, if I contribute to a little Momo with the bag. It is very critical. One CD, now. five CD, ten CD, you know. Yes, they are, the total amount is 80,000 Ghana CDs. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I, think, I think we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. So let's push. I beg you. Let's push. It's 13 years old. So much. Progress. Repeat the number again, just for those who missed it. Yeah, so 0244-471-6442. That's mm. the first one. And the second one is 055-543994. Those are the two numbers. Hmm. I, I just want to say a small one. The NFL is launching in Africa on Sunday at Kempinski. You can get your tickets online. It's just another sport. Get into another sport. Yeah, you are literally, you are literally playing quarterback for the NFL these yeah. days. <laughs> you are literally playing quarterback in so, the real world. If you don't know, I'm the 
official NFL correspondent for City Sports. Oh, Charlie, <laughs> spoil there, spoil there. Speaking of which, actually, mm. and uh, I meant to say this, and listen to this, mm. it's very important. Mm. The Minister of Youth and Sports, okay. Mustafa Yusuf, is launching an initiative to secure one million footballs to be distributed to Ghanaian uh, schools. Yeah, I saw. So I saw that. That's yeah, a very impressive so initiative. This is, they can and get this it is an important project we can take on here on Sports Panorama. One million balls. It is doable. Bring so your balls here. Whether it's corporate institutions or Nita, whether why you are individual, you bring your balls. Bring your balls here. here. Bring, bring your balls. Bring your balls here. <laughs> you can buy fifteen balls. You can buy ten balls. You can buy hundred balls. No matter the amount of balls you can buy. Please buy the balls. You see, it's not even, them here. They didn't yeah, tell you that they were going to buy. Some people just have three balls. Yes. Some have four balls. Yes. Just bring whichever <laughs> balls you have here. Bring your balls here. That's or all. you can take the balls to the ministry. Yeah. All right. We are on a course to raise one million balls. For me, this is a great initiative that we. It can is. It is. It is. Um, because we say, we, what, we what does the FA president say? Football is about balls. Thank you very much. Yes, it's very balls. You can't play. His first minister is leading that campaign. One million balls to be distributed to Ghanaian schools. This is important. Let's all contribute. I think. I think I will take up the duty of hammering on this every week. No, on yeah, the every, show. Yeah, every every Friday, week on the show. The only thing we have is our balls and our weight. Mm. You know, yeah, one million balls, one million balls. So quote, it doesn't matter. Uh, Obodai, yeah. how many balls do you have to contribute? That, that's scarfing. Three. So. Let's, yeah, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> let's, finish, let's wrap it up. Let's no, wrap yeah. it up. No, that's it. One million balls. Take them to the ministry, bring them here, whatever be the case. It doesn't matter where. Just contribute. Some one million balls. Boy, go, I just want to say, Arsenal fans, I love you. My dad is one of you. My mom is one of you. So I love you. Disclaimer! <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for doing the listening. You heard Susu Graham there, Daniel Kranti, Fento Tahiru, and Nathan Kwao. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Thank you very much for your messages, for your tweets, and for tuning into the show. There will be a repeat of the show tomorrow after the news so you can tune in after the midday news you can tune in we'll also be uploading this to soundcloud so probably brought to us by bell beverages and also up uh, access bank do enjoy the rest of your evening and be safe we are out Seven point three.